genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one movie name drop at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today for the final time this week, alas, we have, well, not alas that we have you, but alas, whatever. It's John (laughs) Garcia from Toy Story Minute. (laughs) That's me. Alas, I am here. (laughs) And today we'll be talking about Minute 20. Uh, which starts with Aragorn taking a deep breath and running out of frame. <laughs> and... That's how every minute starts. <laughs> and ends. <laughs> and it ends with Saruman saying, we shall rule this meh. And we'll get the rest of it. As the, the camera pans flesh. up. The <laughs> we shall rule this man flesh. As it's uh, panning up a very, very tall tower. <laughs> so tall. The tallest. Which is the taller of the two towers? Hey, that's the name of the show. The uh, answer is Barador. In the, yes. In, oh. Uh, Which is the oh, big the that, big tower that we that's easy. end on. Yes. Yes. I have the big I have notes towers. about both of these two towers. Okay, but but <laughs> the first of all, we need to yes, talk about. Elfies. They are taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> to Isengard? It's here. It's happening. Whoa. It just Guys, I'm sorry, but before that, the whole reason that I wanted to be on this week, what do your elf eyes see, which is the clunkiest line, and like, I'm sorry, but you can just say eyes, dude, or you can just say, what do you see? You know, What do your elf eyes see? Like, can you imagine, like, going up to your friend from Poland and being like, what do your Polish eyes see? <laughs> Hey, what do your German eyes see? Hey, Aragorn, what do your racist human eyes see? Just because you are with Liv Tyler doing whatever in your side plot doesn't mean you're allowed to say that. Oh, it's okay, I'm 116th Elvish. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what are your elf eyes? What does that mean? Your elf eyes, like, just, you don't have to constantly tell everyone, by the way, this is my friend Legolas. He's, He's an, an elf. elf. <laughs> just so you know I'm cool. Don't worry, I have an elf friend. Well, and I mean, a dwarf friend. The, the elf eyes are most certainly very different than human eyes. Right. Oh, well, there's a whole thing of, like, how far he can see depends... Like, how far a person can see depends on how much light their eye can intake, but also, like, the curvature of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Is Middle Earth the same size as regular Earth? No, it's very is different. Regular Earth, is regular Earth small Earth or big Earth? And Middle Earth is um, Middle, Middle well, Earth becomes Earth. We have a we have a running thing that Middle Earth is flat because at one point it was flat. So I think yeah, just like Earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> before... well, what if I just like pulled out? What if I was just like, no, guys, I'm really here to tell you everyone about how the Earth is flat. <sighs> just just hold up, right? It's like okay. Uh, no, before we recorded, um, you sent me a really funny youtube video yes the minute physics guy at trying to figure out how far elves can see and in the book legolas is able to make out like the the height of these men and how many men there are when he sees the riders of rohan which is a little <laughs> different 
Granted, because he's so he like one ups Aragorn too. It's amazing. So he's such a jerk. If he can see that well, how does he see people's faces? I don't know. Oh, God, it's like ten eighty. Like he's just far sighted, and like he has to wear glasses to talk to somebody. Like he can see, he can count the pores on your face. That's like how good his eyesight is. How would he be like comfortable talking to anybody? He's just used person? to it. If that's just how you see, it's just not weird to you. It's just like oh, humans—they're disgusting. Elves don't have pores. So elves to, don't sweat. To elves, humans like have are just like someone who needs glasses, right? But doesn't get glasses for some reason. <laughs> Probably like you, Norman. I have glasses. <laughs> you just never I wear. Just them. never wear them. <laughs> yeah, N- Norman. Why are you being such a human? God. Yeah, what should your human so anyway, see? Not much. Cassandra, as as fellow glasses wearers, we should see what our what our human eyes see. <laughs> God, it's so great. And just the whole idea of like, yeah, they can just see real well is like I get it, but it's just such a weird feature to give to your fantasy race. Like, yeah, they also um they can see real well, and they live real old, and um, they're just better. It's like a kid making up their superhero. Like, no, he's got this power, too. <laughs> he can count it's the number of horses in a battalion at 24, he knows how at tall 24 he is. kilometers away. Jesus. That's so far. It's crazy. Man. Like, to elves... Okay, this is a whole thing with Lord of the Rings, but to elves, humans are just like... They're like funny, right? <laughs> yeah. So are so are hobbits. Anything. The elves are like really what? condescending to Bilbo. Okay. Imagine you have this friend, and this friend will live to a tiny, tiny fraction of your age, but they're cute. You like to spend time with them. They're energetic sometimes. Sometimes they impress you, but they're fun to play around are you, with. Are you describing a and cat? You just kind of keep one around. <laughs> I'm describing a human if you're an elf, <laughs> aka a dog or like a mouse because they don't live very long at all mm-hmm. like cats still live a decent amount of time to the elves though humans are like gone like oh hey where's uh where's aragorn oh yeah that was like th- like a hundred years ago he's dead now dude oh really <laughs> i can't tell because i'm like millennia old it's even it's even a grander scale than that it'd be like oh that was like ten thousand years ago oh my god so <laughs> humans are like like a f- like flies that you make friends with? Yeah. <laughs> it's like an ant farm? It's like an ant farm. <laughs> yeah, it's like an av- a housefly lives like a week. Yeah. We must be so alien to them. Right? That's We're like an we're like an alien ant farm. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Sorry. Did you just get hit by, uh, get struck by my smooth wordplay? Yes. Womp womp. <laughs> yes. Precisely that. <sighs> anyway, Michael Jackson. List Hobbits, Isengard. It's just such an obvious, it's such a great line. It's so obvious. Yes. They've turned northeast. They're taking the Hobbits to Isengard. I can never take that seriously ever again. I believe there was a point in my life where I was able to take it seriously, and then the internet happened, so now... And then uh, a little website... My first exposure to this is from... No, it's from a website called You the Man Now Dog, YTMND. Oh, yes! You the Man Now Dog, it's amazing. YTMND, which Mm -hmm. was just pages upon pages 
of looping flash videos oh that were tiled across the screen. That sounds like my personal hell. Yeah, that's exactly. It's called the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know now if YTMND do still exists. More, now we just do that both more racism and a little bit better download speeds. <laughs> the videos like, are clearer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you could count the number of horses. <laughs> <laughs> what do your HDI see? Oh Give me God. that 4K curved vision. What if Legolas is like the only one? Like, what if Legolas is just like wearing a, a virtual reality simulator over his head? <laughs> like, he's actually in a, like a different world, but he's <laughs> some sword art online going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is an MMO because like D and D was blatantly ripped off from uh, Lord of the Rings, and then, like, Final Fantasy and every other, like, video game was ripped off of D&D, so, like, this this is basically just, like, an MMO. I think, yeah, because, like, Legolas is observing the story, and he's part of it, but he's not, like, active, like, it's not his story, and he, like, says all the obvious stuff, like, someone, like, pre-programmed his responses in. He's an NPC! (laughs) No, I'm saying that Legolas is the player character and everyone else has, oh. like, a richer backstory. <laughs> yeah, because he just has to select the, yeah, the preloaded the, things. the pre- pre-written dialogue. <laughs> He's oh, like, cool. do I want to be a paragon He's or a like renegade today? To romance Gimli. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the options just aren't there. <laughs> I have to report a bug? No one else can see these writers of Rohan? Like, what's going on? He, 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 like, executes the perfect combo, and that allows him to view a cutscene of his cool player character... Surfing down the stairs? <laughs> yeah! Skateboarding <laughs> on a shield and shooting orcs! <laughs> oh, man. It's why he's um, so perfect. Like, <laughs> the graphics, like, keep glitching when he tries to walk in snow. <laughs> Man. We cracked it, lads. <laughs> well, no, when you walk on, like, in an older R- RPG, like an old MMO or something, when you walk on snow, it doesn't change. Yeah. So he just, he's just walking on top of it. Oh, I totally Video game physics. the not footprints thing. Elves, Elves are so dumb, guys. <laughs> They're so stupid. It's just like, it, like, it's just make a perfect person and just, like, fantasize over it all day that's and then an and then turn it up like a couple more notches mm-hmm. it's just they're like so boring i love ah. elves they're my favorite <laughs> elves are the worst i hate elves i love dwarves but hobbits are my favorite oh my gosh i, so. kinda, I still kind of like the the orcs <laughs> those racist murder toddlers those smelly boys um i'm sorry are you talking about the elves who just like play around with people and don't think of them as humans at all because or play around with humans and don't think of them as people at all because they're literally gonna li- like they'll turn around and blink and the humans are gonna be gone who cares they're the racist murder toddlers immortal toddlers <laughs> hey, Elrond's pretty racist uh, just a little bit Elrond Hubbard yeah El- <laughs> <laughs> so when we get past the scene in Rohan, yes, I have I have some notes about okay. Isengard. Quick before they run away and Baradur. <laughs> uh, so this it's a it's a big phallic tower surrounded by uh, gashes in the ground where the man in the tower 
squirts some magic, and then a bunch of orcs come out. Nothing symbolic about it at all. <laughs> These big gashes in the ground, just, you know, where, where baby orcs come from. Perfect. Sorry, go on. So this <laughs> this big model of Isengard <laughs> is is absolutely gigantic, and apparently... They refer to it as the pizza because of the way it's split into like eight sections <laughs> by the ropes. It is a pizza. It's a big pizza. A pizza. And it is a gigantic miniature. Yeah, it's a bigature. <laughs> the, the tower is, you know, like 20 something feet tall at least. Mm-hmm. And it takes up like a like a back lot somewhere. Yeah, because they built it into like a parking lot, right? Yeah, so it's gigantic. It's like a hundred feet across or something like that. Or Can you imagine even that more. you're trying to find your parking space one day and there's just <laughs> or there's Baradun there. <sighs> Come on, guys. I reserved the spot. So I have a compact car. Come on. <laughs> so Isengard, the, the greater Isengard area, is one thirty fifth scale. Mm-hmm. That's still really big. And it's gigantic. Yeah. And it's one thirty fifth. Of the two towers that they built, Orthanc and Baradur, the Tower of Baradur is a taller miniature. It's like 21 feet tall. Jesus. And it's one 166th scale. Yeah, it's at a much smaller scale than Orthanc. It's, it's taller at the scale it's at, and it's a way smaller scale. So that's the bigger tower. By a considerable Definitely. margin. <laughs> wow. And John... John Howe talks about the design of Baradur and about how part of what he was trying to convey in the design is uh, he wanted it to echo the error of wanting to be God on Earth. So it is grand beyond grandeur. Oh, it's a Tower of Babel. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it's like cool. Babel. So it is just so like Absurdly. unfathomably gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were building it. In the last movie, they yeah. hadn't finished yet. They were, like, half done building it. Yeah, and these movies are so long that, like, that they spent so long building it, they just, like, kept going and going and going. <laughs> they just didn't stop. So Peter Jackson yeah. was like, more! More! <laughs> um, like, imagine if every time you guys had to do a minute of one of these movies, you added a brick on. By now, it would be about that tall. <laughs> it would only be, like, what, 200... 225 minutes tall. There you go. That's that's still really tall, guys. <laughs> just st- just stacking bricks. That's still really tall, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Um you, yeah. So he he straight up says the two towers in this minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, okay, the union of the two towers. Monologue about he basically says, so anyone who's coming into this movie late this is what Lord of the Rings is about. People are doing stuff. It's the third age. Blah, 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 blah. This is to the degree that this was the intro for um, a Lord of the Rings video game that I really like called The Third Age that is the most ridiculous uh, RPG ever because you're just a bunch of people following around like the Fellowship and like, fighting orcs and stuff. And then really- at the end, I picked up that game, but I haven't played it yet. I picked it up used so that we can is, play, I can play through it and we can talk about it at some point. It's really good. It steals all of its fighting mechanics from Final Fantasy X, so it's actually really fun, like, combat. And then, spoilers, at the end, you're, like, you're, like, fighting, like, you know, Oliphants and all that kind of stuff. 
and then for some reason your party gets teleported to the top of Sauron's tower and you fight the giant eye. Oh my god. It's amazing. That's that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It's it's a super fun game. Um but That's super I, extra though. It is. Yeah, yeah. Very extra. Sauron's like, "You're a thorn on my side. Teleport." Well, I mean, that's yeah. basically what Peter Jackson wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wanted Aragorn to have a sword fight with Angelic Sauron, so yeah. whatever. It's fine. You know, it's cool. It's fine. Well, On the slopes of Mount Doom. Like... It, there's so many quotes from this that, like, I think of through, like, video games or clips that I, I've seen that are just like, oh yeah, now he's gonna say, you know, the third, the age of men has ended, blah blah blah, two towers, that's the name of the thing. Sauron, that's the name of the other guy. Saruman, that's the name of you. Cool. Thank you for introing your movie. You were 20 minutes late, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this mon... We'll talk more about this monologue next week. uh, Because it goes into next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a lot of issues with this monologue. Mainly because it shakes you by the shoulders and then punches you in the face. (laughs) With all of its themes. Um, And it name drops the movie. And, you know, the same... (laughs) You know. Breath. Uh, But there is a bit of, like, discourse, shall we say, because they chose to make the titular two towers, uh, Baradur, which is Sauron's tower, and Orthanc, which is Saruman's tower. But it could also be, and uh, J.R.R. Tolkien never explicitly said which two towers. He was, oh, the the closest he ever gave. Yeah. Right. The closest oh. he ever came, the, the the closest he ever came to saying what towers it is, someone was just like, "Well, is it Orthanc and Baradur?" And he's just like, "Well, that yeah, is certain. Sure. That is one way that someone could take it." Mm-hmm. I would love if, if he would have called it the three towers, or the four towers. Just keep going with towers. Just call it the towers. The towers. That sounds like a like a British drama. Uh, the faulty towers. Faulty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there we saying. go. Where's John Cleese in this it's movie? It's just, like, grungier. Um, just, just these grungy. are some pretty faulty towers, because they're all um, evil. I guess that's the I mean, they place. are both going to get broken. <laughs> that is there you true. go, they're faulty. Spoilers. Uh, but it could be, like, Minas Morgul, which is where the the Black Riders live. Where the Witch King seats. And Minas Tirith, which is the one oh, in Gondor. Yeah, yeah. It could be um, Orthanc. Which is Saruman's tower and Tirith Ungol, which is where the big giant spider lady lives. Yeah, because those are the towers where all the action happens. Right. So. Except for they cut that out of this movie for some reason and put it in the next one. Why? Why did they cut so much from, uh, from the second move, the second book, and put it in the other ones? Like it makes this movie feel really like, I don't know, like like it's Wheel a lot spinny? of yeah, yeah. But if you have it's if you put the I understand why they took the Shellab fight out of this movie, why they didn't do it in this movie. Because if you do all of Helm's Deep and have this big climax with the trio and then go back and do the climax with well, Frodo and Sam or do it the other way, it makes the end it. of the you movie even the more tedious. You just but I don't like intercut fights like that. Uh, I see. <laughs> why not? It works in so many movies. It works it, in like in Star Wars it happens and in many things it happens. See, but they're both so long that it would have to be intercut like the end of Revenge of the Sith with the Emperor and Yoda yeah, but just and like Obi-Wan make, and Anakin, and that's not great. Make Helm's Deep not a literal hour long. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to be talking about Helm's Deep 
forever. For a long time. For like a half a year, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. uh, O'Creezo. Oh, for like a third of this movie. At least. Wow. Yeah, I feel like um, they just kind of got in their heads that Minas Tirith, like, that Minas Tirith was going to be the big Lord of the Rings battle. And forgot that, like, we have two whole other movies that are full of great battles, and, like, we have this whole Shelob thing, and all this stuff that's, like, more personal stuff. No, we just really want to make a bunch of, like, computers um, fight each other, and Legolas surf down (laughs) on a shield, like, his name is Bam Margera, and freaking shoot arrows into some orc's eyes, and then be like... Cool, I'm cooler than the dwarf. And the dwarf makes a dwarf-tossing joke. Another weird, out-of-place thing that, in the context of a universe where dwarves are not just people with a genetic anomaly, but also, like, a whole race of people, is even weirder than the fact that, like, yeah, humans do have a weird sport built around, like, people with a genetic mutation and throwing them. But in this world, But it's, like, the second one he makes. Yeah, Yeah. in, in this world, it's not... It's like if you had, like, Mexican tossing. No, that's not okay. Oh, my God. Although, wait. Okay. I, I'm, I'm getting my old-timey Tolkien, like, weird sort of racy, uh, racist chart on. Aren't the dwarves supposed to be, like, Jewish people or something? It's um, weird, right? He does some weird racist things I in the background, right? don't think that there's, like, a one-to-one correlation. No, I don't think so either. But I feel like... Yeah, well, yeah, there's not I a one to one. There might yeah. be like stereotypes that he drew from while writing this. Because like the the Rohan people are obviously um, like they're they're Mongolian. They're they're the Mongol, no, they're intended like, to uh, be uh, the people. They're intended to be um, Anglo-Saxons. Anglo-Saxons yeah. with horses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Because that's that's weird to me. Because the like in studying, I I uh, studied history some, and a lot of the things about like. Um, Genghis Khan's army uh, and like the the Mongols and the people of the steppe was that they were so bonded to their horses. So that's okay. And then like, what are the orcs? Are they supposed to be like Islam or something? Or is it the men of the north? I don't know. It's weird. Like, it, it gets really murky when you start including like actual races of people and then you it's really easy to step in a big pile of oops, it's the early 1900s and we're still like looking at anthropology as a way to tear people in a creepy, weird, destructive way. My bad. I don't know Ugh. that he intended to uh, draw those parallels. Even I think though, a lot like, of people have read those parallels into things. Yeah, because I know, like... I, I think even if he did, he didn't mean it in a negative way, because, like, I don't know if you've ever heard the amazing response that um, Tolkien gave to uh, to Nazi Germany. When they asked him, uh, they asked him if he was Jewish because they didn't want to print any books by Jewish authors. And he was like, I regret to say that I'm not one of those wonderful people who were communing with God while my people were scraping around in Britain in the swamp just doing whatever. And it's like, cool, dude. I like when people make fun of Nazis and make them look dumb because, like, that's a really good use of your time. Like, I, I hate Nazis, man. I think I had heard that story, but... They're taking the hobbits to Isengard! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think there is any, like, one-to-one different races of people yeah. among the races in the story, in part because J.R.R. Tolkien... Hobbits. Except for hobbits, which are just obviously rural Englanders. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, well, there. And it, especially it because... like a class thing. Yeah. yeah. But especially because J.R.R. Tolkien just went out of his way to constantly be like, I hate allegory. There's no one-to-one correlation for anything in this story. <laughs> like, you wrote an epic, dude, of, based on mythology, which is all allegory. It's gonna happen. But he just went out of his way constantly to be like, no, it, none of it means anything. It means what it says. I'm an actual professor of literature. Don't study my books too hard. <laughs> Do what I say, not as I do. Right? Yep. I'm gonna go sit in my corner and make up a bunch more languages now, thanks. <laughs> Bye. Oh man, Lingus Greg over here making a million languages every day. And uh, this whole monologue, I think it, it more specifically is about a line for... Uh, I'm, I'm backtracking because I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. So the monologue that Saruman has here, uh, Fran and Philippa say... In the, the commentary, and I believe this has more to do with lines next tomorrow, week. next week, mm-hmm. next week, Monday, the next later time. There will be no episode tomorrow. <laughs> and they say that they were f- rewriting and fixing this monologue over the phone when oh one of them Such one of them nightmare. was doing like ADR work with Gimli somewhere else in the world. God, that oh. sounds like the worst possible. So they were still touching this up, like, over the phone, hundreds of miles apart. Like, right Thousands before of they miles were about apart. to shoot it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right before Christopher Lee had to record his lines for this monologue. I don't know. It still sounds preferable to running around on the mountains with a broken toe while someone in a helicopter is like, cool, just keep running. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. Orlando, don't trip again. <laughs> I want to see the dailies of how many times Orlando Bloom tripped. Oh, no. That's what I want. I want to see all the trip shots from everything, from all the days of running for anyone, just how many times people tripped. Well, we know, know many... has, we know Legolas as an archer has a lot of trick shots, so he's got to have a lot of trip shots. <laughs> it's just like one mega reel of just people like eating it. Yeah, just people mm. just eating dirt. So funny. Just like... Andy Circus running around, falling. I love that Aragorn is just yelling, what do your elf eyes see? Like, vaguely <laughs> off camera. Yeah. <laughs> Legolas! What do, what do your elf eyes see? Like, it's Legolas. cool, I'm dating an elf! I'm like 116th, it's cool! <laughs> it's cool, we're bros! <laughs> Meanwhile, Gimli is just like, dude. Come on, even I know, I'm a dwarf, dude. I Even I know, come on, man. Where are you so gonna ask rolling. me what my dwarf... Feet although, feel like running. Although, I feel like Gimli said something incredibly racist to the elves in Lorien in Dwarvish. Oh, yeah. We never oh, know what yeah. he says. We don't know what he said. And Aragorn was just like, Gimli. really? <laughs> Gimli. It's like, you know what this dwarf says to that? You kiss your mother with that mouth, Gimli. I mean, let's be real here. Gimli and Legolas' whole story is two dudes who are super racist against each other like, but accidentally, like, they have to be together, and then they fall in love and get married and have beautiful children together. Well, not really, <laughs> they, but still. They sail off into heaven together they literally, in a boat that yeah, Legolas yeah. built. They literally sail to heaven together. Like, okay, uh, Merry and Pippin, maybe they're just cousins. Legolas and Gimli, <laughs> there's no way Legolas and Gimli are not at least, like, at least something together. Like, come on. This is, it's the, like, the biggest romance in the films. 
I'm not disagreeing. It's the most well plotted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what does Arwen do in this movie? Look pretty. Have a have a dream. Have a weird <laughs> horse makeout, which we'll talk oh. <laughs> about. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. But I think I, I think we've gotten... thought that Arwen was not in this movie, and they just like forgot to put her in here. But that's no. even better. Aragorn has that weird horse kissing dream. <laughs> hey. Look, Liv Tyler might have some of her father's features, but don't call her a horse. She's beautiful. Come on. So, I think that, I think we're done with this minute. No, I am. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, thank you. What do your shipping goggles see? Sorry. Right? Everything. (laughs) Um, oh yeah. There are so many men. So we uh, we like to ask people uh, a little bit about like how they came to Lord of the Rings. Uh, if you want to just talk about that a little bit, or like what your other favorite parts of these movies are. Uh, if you could come back for like a moment, what would it be? All right. So basically, because I'm a '90s kid, um, you know, I was like still a kid kid when these came out i was like 10 or so and i remember my parents were both like to to me and my brother they said hey we'll get you these books and you have to read them before you see the movies because Mm -hmm. like they're really like important whatever and my brother is not at all a reader at least he wasn't back then and so he read half of fellowship of the ring and then i read all the books (laughs) and then the movies came out and um i still say to this day that my the best lord of the rings book is the hobbit um i i I like i like lord of the rings all right but Mm -hmm. when high fantasy gets too i guess you could say dense like i I get a little bored with it not it's nothing against the actual content of them at all it's more like you know i get a little antsy with the writing style, whether it's like this or like George R. R. Martin or yeah. anything like that. Like any writing that is like, it takes a long time for something to happen. It, I'm going to drift off a bit. So I haven't like revisited them a lot. I have a, a couple times, but I mean, Lord of the Rings, it, it's so integral to, like I said, like all um like RPGs or mm-hmm. high fantasy or even mythology. Like, I um, studied English and history in college and big into, like, linguistics. And if nothing else, J.R.R. Tolkien gave us Beowulf again. Like, right. he, like, the way that these movies are so tied to um, Gaelic mythology, Celtic mythology, North mythology, all that kind of stuff is so, uh, is so big that I, it's, like, a disservice not to, like, be a fan of them, at least to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um and, like, you gotta love, especially in this movie, just the memes. that The, the taters. The taters in <laughs> the Isengard. So and the surfing. Like, obviously the surfing is the best, best scene in any movie ever made. And the man um, flesh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, we see um, Legolas' glistening man flesh um, whenever Orlando Bloom does something. Um, I don't know. I feel like, to me, the Fellowship is still, like, the best of them. Like, Return of the King is technically the best, obviously. Like, it's it's 
very like well done but the um but it's just uh too many endings and they didn't even include them all yeah it's ridiculous and that's more on the fault of tolkien than jackson i mean I'll never quite forgive Jackson for what he did to Gimli, but I do like these adaptions a lot, and um, I, I will never, ever, ever watch like one of those Hobbit movies. But because um, <laughs> the Hobbit, like I said, is my favorite Tolkien book, mm-hmm. and I would never want to like see any more than a clip of it because it looks like they just mutilated it so badly. The um, first one is not bad. I feel like the I, yeah, first I heard one, the first one is good. The first one but... holds to the spirit of the book in a way that I feel like the other two do not. <laughs> just, yeah, gotta, speaking of, of video armies, games, yeah, Battle of Five Armies takes place over the case of uh, two pages during which like Bilbo, Bilbo is knocked like, out, unconscious. Yeah, <laughs> it's so stupid. Here's a three-hour movie. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> That's nothing like, about this battle. Yeah, like okay. Book to movie adaptions, there's all sorts of opinions on them, but if it could take you, if it takes you longer to watch the movie than read the book, you did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you can read The Hobbit in an afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or you could read those two pages before you get to, like, seeing Martin Freeman for the first time or whatever. Like I said, I've never seen those Hobbit movies. <laughs> Ugh. But I, I still reread The Hobbit every now and then, and I, I'm a big fan of uh, just fantasy in general and monsters and stuff and linguistics. So, like, this stuff is always in the background of Right Up My Alley, even if I'm not, like, necessarily the biggest, like, Tolkien man right. guy. But, yeah. Sweet. It's super important. I like it. I love nice. it. Yes. Nice. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, talking about memes and orcs man flesh man flesh yeah (laughs) uh we are all from the website duelinggenre.com check john out with his co-host jeb at toy story minute they're fun they're like a riot um (laughs) Uh, and (laughs) you're welcome and there are a ton of other podcasts, um, not on DuelingGenre.com, and they're all Movie by Minute podcasts. So you can access those by checking out MoviesByMinutes.com or hashtag MoviesByMinutes on Twitter. There are a lot of them, and they're all a lot of fun. So very many of them. So very many. Uh, special thanks once again to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. I hope everyone has a good weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Legolas can count them at great distance. (laughs) (laughs) What do your elf ears hear? (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.